gratitude, did I offend, and the limits of unconditional love. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. <laughs> do, 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 do. Did you offend? How could you offend? Who'd you offend? What happened? Ooh, that's good. Where is it? What? What? What are you talking about? Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah. Wrap up. Everything's great. Well, how'd you offend somebody? <laughs> so much to share. Spit, gal. Well, first of all, hi, Ames. Hi, how are Tootsie. you? Hi, Tootsie Bear. That's loaded. That's a loaded question. That's an offensive question. So we're going <laughs> to. How dare you? We're going to skip it. <laughs> and so that's a different podcast. So we'll, how dare we'll you come, ask how I'm we'll doing, Melissa? Thank you. Thank you. That's what I've really gotten into the habit of saying. Thank you for asking. And then I'll not answer and just keep going because <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for the brilliant family in our observation, school starts on Monday. Uh, yay. Right. Your kids have already started and your oldest is reforming the way he does school. Is this true? reforming the way he does school changing the way he'll be in school <laughs> coming home yes he is country roads will be driving him home he's supposed to be coming home tomorrow but he had the student body petitioned the school they've shifted and now they are kicking everybody off campus so and they gave them two weeks notice you know two weeks from today you must be out completely out um but classes resume as normal good luck and uh, <laughs> so the student body, the student government of which they're super needle dick, it's because we've attended the first time anything happened. They held a meeting of the student government and it was like parliamentary procedure on fucking crack. It's like, OK, can we waste any more time getting a motion to the thing? I go to a lot of city council meetings. I, gotta, right. I go to a lot of board meetings. I go to a lot of shit with a lot of necessary follow the books gavel the crap and this was so painful we fucking left but they at least petitioned the university and said can you give us two weeks off you punk ass bitches give us two weeks off to i don't know fly fr- cross country and figure our shit out so that we don't right have to go be doing home that with organic chemistry in the world's hardest fucking suck 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 and uh, <laughs> they got two days out of it they got two days out of it so the interesting thing is um he wanted to come home this weekend and then the two days off are monday and tuesday of the coming week and so we magically said i think i want to come home tuesday night (laughs) night so he's taking full advantage of the four-day last bastion of freedom and you know what um okay more power to you okay i mean you know it's not the the level of contagion has been there for the past three and a half weeks are two more days really going to be the thing that tips the scale so I don't love it I really would love for him to come home and the difference here I think is smart and wise on behalf of the university but it's also kind of ridiculous because they do have increasing cases and they refer to them as clusters which is super fun in each of these congregate settings, when you have kids started in Greek, right? It started in all of the Greek housing where you've got kids all over the house living in a literal house with, with you know, three dozen other people, not separated, you know, five people in a room and always in the family, you know, whatever. They're not versus the dorms, which are congregate settings, but at least you've got singles, you've got doubles, 
you've got protocol in the common areas that you're not even really allowed to be in. So it's a little more restrictive. So it started in Greek life, even without parties, it started in Greek life. They had five, then they had four, then they had nine, then they had two in like in each of the houses, right? So over the span of the three and a half weeks when they've been there, every day we'd been getting these transparent reports from the university of it's popping up, it's cropping up, it's popping up, till they had 27 kids in their housing, in their um, uh, hospital system, whatever their healthcare system, right? For all the positive kids who've tested, they had 27 who needed to go to the infirmary. Because you get a positive test and you're like, I didn't even know I had it. They're all walking around as asymptomatic. Terrible. Nobody wants it. It's disastrous. We have no idea how damaging physically asymptomatic is. And then I put that on the shelf and I also say, and it's asymptomatic. So do we really have to, right? you know, anyway. Um, so it's, it's a little frustrating from the perspective of out of 35,000 students who are on campus, 30, 35,000 they have 27 in the health system and um, the hundreds more. The, no, no. The, the positivity rate is what they've been watching. Not the disaster rate, the positivity rate. And you know what? Good for fucking them. That's the right answer. And I agree. And part of me says you never should have opened it all. And, and right. part of me says, why aren't you staying open? So there is no right answer. There is no easy solution. Well, and they're we're not alone. The, we're bringing him the fuck home. So then they're not alone. North Carolina. Um, sent home the Ohio State sent everyone home um Syracuse sent everyone home but before they did they suspended some kids for gathering together when they shouldn't have been gathering together they had rules and and they all said well we're fucking teenagers rules don't apply to me so I'm gonna gather with these new fun kids I want to hook up I want to meet people I want to Meet boys, meet girls, and they just did not follow the rules. So they were some of them were suspended, others I've were just that. sent home. I've seen that. I've seen that, and I I will say this about our little pocket of sunshine university: they didn't have egregious lapses. Good. I've been on campus, you know, three times since dropping him off, just for this or that or the other thing. Every time, everybody's wearing a mask, they're, they're social distancing, they're doing this, they're taking it seriously, they're reporting people who are walking down the street without a mask, they're getting angry with each other, you know, Greek life is not on campus, so there was a whole petition of kids saying, they're not even on campus, we shouldn't have to, we should just isolate them, they live, because they live effectively um, in what feels like, I mean, they're houses, it's Greek areas, so it's all isolated. Right. So it's just, it's on the one hand, it's not their fault because they're in a congregate setting. We don't look at people who live in a nursing home and say, what the fuck? You went in the cafeteria? I mean, <laughs> it's like, so right. that's, that's Stay the in one your part. Room. That's the one part. And then on the other hand, this one's harder for me to agree with, but I have to. It's The facts make me agree with it. I just emotionally, I don't like to agree with it. They are not adults. Their brains are not formed in a way where um, logic and judgment and risk-taking are balanced in the same way and with the same weight of older brains. It has nothing to do with maturity. It has everything to do with chronological brain age. That's just a developmental fucking fact. So, you know, this kids are, you know, <laughs> jumping out of airplanes and doing all kinds of, there's lots of risky behavior. I mean, we talk on this show about, oh my goodness, my kids and oh, oh, and this and that, and it's, it's this and that. And how how much we want to protect them from risk and 
well, I would never do that. I was pretty sheltered. I mean, that's the wrong way to say it. I didn't end up doing a whole lot of stuff. Um, it just didn't work out that way. It's not because I was really sheltered. I just... You were underwater. I, yeah, I was underwater, quite literally. So, you know, talking about... Even a couple of shows ago, we were talking about weed, and I really don't want my kids to smoke weed. Too many fucking kids were chronic weed every goddamn day. Coke in high school every goddamn day. Selling it. I mean, just ridiculous. It's smoking, actual smoking, addicted to smoking, cigarettes. We had a smoking court in high school. I mean, it's just nuts. So on the one hand, we did all this crazy stuff. I don't say that like, so let's let the kids do it too. But it, it's just you, we all know now looking back, oh my God, oh my God, I would never, I would never. I sort of forget the part that, yeah, but I, I did actually. So there's there's that balance between they're going to make dumb choices. They're going to make fun choices and sometimes fun is fun and sometimes fun is deadly so that's that's the same when we were when they were 15 and we were worried about giving them car keys so this so this to me is no different I know a couple of people in my life that chose not to have children and I'm kind of like wow I didn't realize that was a choice like I thought (laughs) this was just the next stage it's what you did oh you realized it was not a choice I I don't really think I realized it was a choice I think for a a portion of my life I tried desperately not to get pregnant (laughs) yes yes and then for a portion of your life you try desperately to get pregnant oh yes yes but but it wasn't ever do I never get pregnant like that was never really for me a consideration I never really thought about so when I look at the Right now, specifically, I'm thinking of two women that I know. Um, I think, well, your life will never have to deal with the shit and the fear (laughs) of of putting this creature out into the world. How lucky are you that you don't have that deep-seated horror? Like, it really is a Mm -hmm. horror when Mm -hmm. you send your child into the world. Like, oh, my God, they're out of my bubble. What do I do? One of them actually works with teenagers for a living, so that might have been. That might so have been the, the you told me this. Is a, you told to. me it's a woman. So this woman already has kids. She has she has dozens and dozens of kids that she's she emotionally does. connected to. That she's shepherding their she lives, does. and she knows full well they both do. Then they they know full well what that responsibility is, and they do it. And so they don't they don't need it to come home. <laughs> How smart though. Yeah. Like how smart was that? Wait, I could have been I could have been an SAT tutor. I could have been just a high school um, counselor slash um, uh, what is Ange teach? Math teacher and not had to wait what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah, I, I think I try to I try to equal it out with all of the joy they bring, but that's really hard right now as my youngest turns sixteen tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Sweet. 16 tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and what, then her new the, thing. What's the thing? What's the plan? What's the, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she, Quinceanera. <laughs> or, <laughs> yes, you say Sarah. <laughs> um, I don't really know of a plan per se, besides the fact that she said, I don't want anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to see anyone. I want it not to be about me. And I said, oh, honey, every day is not about you. <laughs> this is the oh, one day that is about come you. On. Every day so, kind of is about you is where I thought you were going to go. So yeah, it is, would this but be I any different? Yeah. Right. 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 No. So no, I, I ordered a, f- 
I ordered a few cakes. I'm making a few cakes. I What I do for birthdays now, unless there's a big ticket item, like, you know, a car when you turn 16, is throughout the course of the year, I'll see things online and I'll order them. And again, I've told you this, when I order them, then they show up, I hide them. And I forget, A, that I got them. And, and you B, wait for, yeah, you wait for a water leak. And then you say, look at what you could have had if it wasn't wrecked. My kids did that for seven hours. Oh, when did you buy me this? I would have loved this when I was seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'm like, not good for 16, 17? No. <laughs> no. Barbie's dream it's house, not. it's still a dream. It's still yeah. a dream. And now it's wet. Now it's underwater. So <laughs> nice try, kids. Oh, yeah. So so tomorrow, I mean, I find it I find it impossible to believe that my youngest is sixteen and there will be cake. I'm telling you right now, there will be lots and lots of cake. She requested the Harry Potter cake. The okay. pink frosting with the green writing that says happy H A P P E E E birthday Harry H A R R-E-E, I don't know, ridiculously spelled, Hagrid kind of. So that's what I'm going to do for her tomorrow and unload all of the presents from the last year that I've, I've, I don't know, stacked. Is there one or two up. or 10 that you are excited to give now that you see them again? Or are you still doing the hard target search to know what you actually bought? Both of those things can be true <laughs> at the same time. Um... Maybe I'll discuss it after I give them to her out of fear that there's a possibility she has ears. She currently does not have her phone because she wouldn't watch Force Family Fun with us last night. So somehow she lost her phone. How does that work? And then did she still have to watch it? No, she said, I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm going to my room. And and my husband said, all right, well, give me everything that has a power button because you're going to go to your room by yourself. Instead of spending an hour and a half with us, you'd rather... I so, raised a so child what was, who is so just what, as stubborn as I am. No, it's big surprise. So what was the movie that was so objectionable? U.S. Marshals. Why Tommy you, Lee Jones. Yeah, why do you choose these movies? I, I mean, I would watch it with you. I would go to an insurance seminar with you, but I don't understand why <laughs> you pick these movies that aren't any good. They're not. Oh, we, Stuart loves those movies. And they saw The Fugitive. This is like The Fugitive Part 2. Okay, I guess. And I haven't seen this movie. And I do love some Mr. Lee Jones. I do love him. But stop. What are you doing? Oh, Lord. Okay. I, I said you can't keep, can't take away her phone for her birthday. So figure it out before then. Well, I'm just impressed that you can wrestle it out of their, out of her little hands. So... We have, uh, we have, I'm not watching this movie is, is the, not what we hear in this house, but it's, you know, why? I'm not giving you my phone. Why? 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 I'll hold your ass down and take it because it's mine. That's why. Why? 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 Come on over. I'll show you how that works. Yeah. Lady, I got rid of my piano. I Lady. don't really believe you. Who took it? Who took my piano? Yes, I don't believe I, you. I had a couple of people on the line, <sighs> on the edge of my line, that while fishing, that would be able to come get it, but I can't get it for another week. And I'm sorry, it's in my garage, and that's terrible for this instrument. It needs to be indoors. We we did discover that it was probably worth upwards of twenty grand, and I asked two hundred dollars. For serious interests, and a guy came 
with a box truck, which no article ever starts well with a box truck in it, no story. And he came and it was for his church and his church is expanding and it's out in the middle of nowhere. And and he pulled out 200 bucks, put it in my hand, and he took this, all of its pieces, took this piano. And then the next day, he sent me a They video. realized they bought this church vehicle <laughs> from a Jew. Oh, my God. <laughs> all he did was talk about church. And I thought, you don't really know who you're talking to here. I hear your words, and I think your faith is lovely. But uh, I that, really that like your $200 and get off my driveway. I really want you to take this out of here because it's been such a source of stress. I don't know how people sell things and invite strangers to their home. I see all of the Target parking lot pickup areas. We're back to it. And I'm going to sell these flip flops for a dollar. It's like, what oh, are I you fucking that. doing? That makes me crazy. Oh, my but God. This is a more significant item. People sell instruments and things like bigger ticket items and I just don't know how they invite this crazy into their world not to mention their home and I hated it but he sent me a video of the piano all put back together in their church oh that's so sweet right and he was playing some the pastor was playing amazing grace it was so oh, lovely probably so needs to be tuned circle. came full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so shit balls yeah well, it didn't sound great they'll it get didn't it. Sound so they'll great. tune it they're just that's their way of saying we put it together Hey, who, is there any parishioners who are piano tuners or doctors? <laughs> or players? <laughs> Come to the this front of the guy. airplane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is there a doctor in the house? Yes. Well, so praise it is be. gone. Everybody's cars <laughs> are back pretty much. It's now a religious piano coming from heathens. It's crazy. So it's gone. Our, everybody gets their garage back. Everybody is parking happily and, and, and moving on. And now our house is almost, well, much more, much emptier than it was before. And I said, you know, Stuart has a meeting in 12 minutes. I said, you know, I'd really like to move the old piano back to where the other piano was so it could still be the piano room and we can move it out of the family room. And all of a sudden I started caring about where shit was in our house and giving directions and pointing people places and now they all hate me so I have to wait a few days before I ask for anything ever again but did they move the items you only have you only have two people who can move things in your house right so and one is totally useless because he'll just stand by and watch and that's which which one is that (laughs) (laughs) unless you give my child specific instructions of what to do and how to do it he'll watch it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Well, I don't know. I don't. I, that's one of the problems that we don't share. So I'm, I'm just amazed that this is another thing that I can be grateful for. They're not the most skilled labor in my home, but they are um, brute force. So I like that. Well, it it creates a kind of an alternate scenario which is anything that needs to be lifted or or moved can be and then once it's suspended by their own hands you can just wait so you don't really have to have a plan because they can pick anything up and kind of hold it for a little bit so if you're not sure where you want it to go just tell them to pick it up and then follow you so it's not it's not the best as if you had like they were hired and you know every time they pick something up costs another ten dollars then you have to be organized in this case it's like pick it up put it over there put it back on the other side i don't think that's really 
you know, the Christmas piano trees. has wheels. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we Christmas hired we hired professionals to move the piano twice because I didn't want anybody to break it. So we rolled it. We put rug after rug, runner we've after runner, st- and we just stairs. rolled it. We've got stairs. We we had stairs and we had to move it. We oh. had to move it from our first home, in, whatever, not the first home, from the home here into storage, then out of, I think actually we took it into the temporary apartment and then down three flights of steps from a temporary apartment into our up the steps here. So it was step, 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 step. No, no, I'm not. Mm-mm. Nope. It wasn't no baby grand, but you know, it has the Amy. word, it has the word Steinway somewhere on it. So somebody can professional can carry it. Yes. I'm going to ask you with Uh-oh. your son coming home in three days. Yes. For what are you grateful this week? Oh, you know what? Uh, titanium. I'm telling you, I have had the worst time with my crazy hair and it um, with everything else has made me so incredibly sad to have one more thing that like a light switch finger snap doesn't work anymore and nothing has fundamentally changed. But overnight, the amount of frizz and afro level on the hair was through the roof and it could not be tamed, could not be tamed went okay. to the hairdresser did all this stuff crazy crazy and it's the only other time that I could think of this happening was when I was in that apartment when we were in the middle of moving and it was so stressful and so the hairdresser couldn't th- come up with anything and she said you know what I think it's the pipes and the water there must be different minerals in those in the pipes that are in the this and this and I was like that sounds like a bunch of bullshit but I was like whatever and then sure enough whenever I moved out of that apartment it fixed itself. So I was like, is this just stress? Is it, can my hair be reactive to stress? So of fast. Course. So she's given me every product under the sun. She's done all this crazy stuff. Can't fix it. Can't fix it. It's raining. Everybody's hair is frizzy. It's raining more than it's ever rained on the planet. Fucking earth. Noah is like, Hey man, y'all got some rain. I mean, it's a lot of rain happening. I'll build down you an here. Arc. Yeah. Woo. So I don't know what made me think of it, but I went and bought a different hairbrush with a little titanium core that is different then magically, because I tell you, I break hairbrushes regularly. So I was using some of the ones that were in the back of the drawer because you don't have a store you can go to. And like, I just, it didn't occur to me that break a couple hairbrushes. There's no store to replace it. Just use what you have, save the money, whatever. It didn't occur to me the brush could be the fucking problem. This new brush with the titanium core and all the ion, tecton, zing zong, fuck bong, all that stupid shit. It was, it was like a $40 fucking hairbrush. I'm telling you, overnight. No problem. My hair, wow. look how look how frizzy my hair is right now. It's a little frizzy. I've been sitting outside in the rain for an hour before coming to talk to you. It was poker fucking non-frizz. This is all the frizz. Normally, if I was outside in the rain, my hair would fill up the frame. That I'm, Yes, you're making the, the eagle arm gesture yeah. with how large my afro would be. So honestly, it I can't even tell you how much a factor on my mental health. I don't think my hair looks good. It just looks so fucking bad before. That every time you walk past a mirror, it's one more level of, <laughs> Jesus, really? And you're the one laughing at you. So it's not like I'm laughing, like, look how bad my hair looks. It's I'm feeling the ridicule. Like, I get to both ridicule myself and feel shitty about it. So honestly, things like that. Okay, it. I haven't completely lost my mind and all, depleted of all vitamins, and the world isn't spinning off its axis. Like, it was a broken hairbrush. Oh, titanium brought you back. So finding something simple like that, that was a real, I'm just, um, when I say they're really, really specific things, 
Am I grateful my son is coming home? Absolutely. Am I super sad that he's coming home under these circumstances? More absolutely. Friendship is really something that I'm very, very grateful for. I had a really hard time yesterday trying to connect with some friends who I hadn't seen in a while and it we were trying to get together and it was one of these last minute things like we I'm falling off the cliff we need to we need to and it didn't work out and we couldn't see each other and that made it so much worse it was like a ball fest crying 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 and then this morning out of the blue too early because this woman is super fucking perky sends me a text saying I've just been thinking of you not she wasn't one of the friends that I was trying to connect with the day before I've been thinking of you. I almost drove by your house this morning. I know it's too early, but you know, we need to get, we just need to make this happen. And I was like, you're fucking right. So I'm seeing her today. And that's oh, the that's kind of, nice. yeah. And I, and it occurred to me before either one of those two things happen, we got some listener feedback publicly and I would love to go and figure out, read the thing. I didn't read it before coming on air. We'll do it before the show is over and call this person out by name. We got some listener feedback from someone on one of the socials. You saw this. Yes. Saying, I really hope I had a bad dream. Yeah. I've been having a lot of bad dreams and I had a bad dream that was really specific this week. And I woke up thinking that you guys had just given up on the podcast and you weren't doing it anymore. And now I we quit. And I'm telling you, I can't take any more disappointment. So please don't do that to me. 2020 sucks so hard. Please don't. And I was like, you know what? That is exactly how I felt yesterday with the looking forward to and then having snatched from me opportunity to get with friends. So friends in real life, grateful. Friends in podcast life and the idea that that we are all of us connecting somehow through listening to this or listening to any podcast. Very, very grateful. And for that fucking feedback to hear that somebody is actually interested in looking forward to right. this stuff. Is was honestly very I think, moving to me. Very moving. I think it was Kelly who wrote it. Oh, perfect. Um, and Ginger who said, yeah, you know, could you at least give us six months to wean if, if that's what you're <laughs> oh, going to do? I didn't keep reading. I didn't keep reading. I'm not on there all that often. It's There's just a few things going on in life right now. Yeah. So I hear anyway. You. Yeah. So how about you? Where are your gratitudes? Oh, I was going to move on. I am grateful <laughs> for it this week. Well, I only asked for one and you gave me three. So. Well, I've, so, you know, that's, fuck you. That's an abundance of gratitude. How about fuck it? And you. By the way, Ginger also said to somebody the other day, fuck and you. And she <laughs> thought, wow, I sure picked that up pretty easily. I don't know that we could put that on a t-shirt, but fuck and you. We can put are. anything on a t-shirt. All right, then. So I'm grateful this week for another B.O., and that is Billy Ocean. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the armpit stink that's perpetually in my house. No, not just brilliant observations, but Billy Ocean, because he has given me so much joy in the last, I don't know, couple of weeks. And today, when the going gets tough, I just put on some Billy Ocean this morning, and he really raised my spirits. And I, I want to say thank you, B.O., I'm that is, that is as weirdest, your namesake. That is the weirdest thing that I have ever heard in my life. Only because I the weirdest Billy Ocean reference. I didn't even really know who he was or pay any attention to him at all until I learned that he is one of Mark Hutchins's all time favorites. And if that is a doesn't fit, that's like saying the the one dinner that Mark Hutchins would love to have in his lifetime would be to eat dinner with the Pope. Like it's something that totally does not work for him to be a Billy Ocean fucking fan. But I mean, he's like get into an argument, defend Billy Ocean about how great he is to everybody. And so for the two of you to share that, we miss you, Mark. It's hilarious. I love it. 
I love it. And the fact we that you an, love him too. Yeah. Because he's kind of yacht rocky. We have in the past bonded. He's kind of yeah. yacht rocky. You've we talked about this rock. before? Yeah. With yeah. Mr. Mark? Yeah. We absolutely have. And and you've. I forget it. The issue for me is I forget about how much I love certain artists every once in a while right, because right. I'll get into, you know, even if I listen to Yacht Rock, I'll hear like the string of Christopher Cross, like certain things come up and it's the same stuff over and over. And then out of nowhere, I'll hear something or think of something or put it on or look through my phone and all of a sudden I'm transported. <laughs> music is magical. It yeah. really is. I won't even do the Peloton rides that have music I don't like on them because Why I, might as well just, I might as well just ride to nothing. Or put on Netflix and do a ride. Like I just, I don't need any of that nonsense. Um, I do. I did start by saying, did I offend? <laughs> yep. So <laughs> you're no laughing. explanation needed. No. <laughs> Stuart and I, I mean, we have some friends that we love, right? There are couples that we love, families that we love. Your family is one of them. We don't see each other very often. And around where we currently live, because we're well aware that this isn't our final home. Stuart found another beach house for $8 billion that he wants to buy. And I started playing the scratchers, hoping. (laughs) I did not, by the way. That was a joke. So, Hey, man, we got to support those kids' education. We try, yeah, right. We try every once in a while to meet up with another couple, newish couple to us, and say try dinner and see if we get along and see if it goes well. And and we're always open to meeting new people. I know it doesn't sound like it because we never leave the house, but it could happen. I mean, it could happen. So a couple of times in the last couple of years, we've met people out or they've come here. And Stuart makes the same joke every time. Which should not surprise you. No. And you would think that I would know what the joke is. But the fact that you say he makes the same joke every time, I'm like, yeah, of course. I know that. I don't even know what the joke is. I'm sure I've heard the six that he makes. I love him. He says, (laughs) he says, well, this was a really fun night, but you guys will go home and Melissa and I will talk and see if you made it to the next round. I've heard that one before. I've heard that one before. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> I don't, yeah. I don't, think, so it, he I don't always, think it really goes over well, but he sticks with it, right? He's, st- he's consistent. Staying, he's holding steady. Yeah, he is he a is consistent, consistent man. Okay, good. <laughs> it's good so to have these a routine. Last, these <laughs> so these last few couples, we really haven't ever heard from them again. <laughs> Maybe like an occasional text or Facebook comment, oh, but they fuck. haven't really been like, hey, let's do dinner again. We had so much fun the last time. Let's hang. So we thought it was a lovely time, which I think is when he takes out that standard comment of, well, I know it looks like it, but we really do need to sit and see if you made a second date. <laughs> Did I wonder if we offended anybody in the course of hanging out did so then you sit and you think well did i say something that was offensive did no we- i i mean the the answer is he cannot be blamed for this god again every time <laughs> god i mean i meant it it's true but i'm fucking sick of this Stuart. we're gonna blame you for this you can't really, well who can i blame he can't be blamed for is it-, it no no it's actually it's a good strategy and i'm fucking sick of that too god damn him <laughs> it's a cute 
it's not a cute joke. It's actually kind of a stupid dad joke. But the yes, reality it's is definitely a dad it, joke. Yeah, but the reality is it's another little test. So the question, I believe, is the thing to be questioning, not what is the answer to the question you've asked. I am more interested in asking a separate question, and that is, why would someone upon hearing this still be worthy to us if they don't call us back? Do you see what I'm saying? If they can't hang with that little bit of silly, dopey sarcasm, if that's the thing that was the offense that was too far. No, um, it can't be. It can't God, be. And No, okay, but let it be. Get out. You don't want to hang around with these fucking people. I don't I don't mean that like they're terrible people. I mean they don't fit. It'd be no different if you had like a a safe word or a or a screening question is the better way to say it. We're not swingers. A screening question where at the end of the meal you said something along the lines, How about that Donald Trump? Right? And then, you know, in about two sentences, you'd know whether it was check please or where should we vacation? Right? We made I mean, it a you- point. <laughs> we made it a point not to mention politics or religion because those are the two. You met somebody new. Let's ease ourselves in. Let's not. But I, I, it's got to be me. I mean, it's got to be me. What? And then, boy, what a great job I did weeding people out. <laughs> no, no. All of this, all of this. We're, you know, okay, here we go. You're so dumb. Here it comes. Every week I have Again. to tell you how dumb you are. When are you going to learn? Melissa dumb this When week? are you going to learn? Okay. So here's what, I, here's what I'm getting at. How are you encountering these subjects of your affection? Are they subordinates of your husband at work? That's a big fucking factor. How are you finding these people? Are you bumping into them in line in the socially distanced Amish market with questionable face gear? Where are you coming across <laughs> these people? I was there yesterday with a friend and the girls had the mask over their nose and then like a skirt. It was open on the bottom. Oh, Jiminy Crack. And I'm like, corn. What are you doing? It's oh so God. simple. Masks are so simple. There's one going around the internet now, which is like a clear face shield that forms to your face like Vanilla Sky when Tom Cruise was that creep. And he was like taken over by all the wackos and he wore that strange, strange Halloween-y morpho mask on his face and it doesn't cover your mouth so it's eyeglasses that are clear that go all the way down to like your top lip and like this will protect you (laughs) it's the simplest thing to do it really is and this and it's what's funny is it being so simple it's the simplest people who can't figure it out well i've i've happened upon somewhere senator kamala harris was talking about this yesterday and someone was asking her about masks and this and that and the other. And she goes, well, I find the way, whatever, however the question was phrased, she, like me, challenged the question. And she said, well, in truth, nobody is telling you that it's fun to wear a mask. Nobody is saying that we like it. Nobody is saying that it is convenient. It's pain in the neck and nobody likes it. We're all uncomfortable. <laughs> That's not going to change. We're not saying we love wearing masks. What we're saying is we love staying alive. So we put the mask right. on. Right. And we get over the discomfort and we get over the awkwardness of it. That's it. And if you're not willing to do that, well, happy trails. So she basically said, stop saying it's not fair. <laughs> we know it's not fair. Nobody, we nobody have- told you it's fair or convenient or comfortable. Right. They said it is life. You could choose life or you could choose principal death. With super inconvenient lung issues. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about them. I want to get back to these people who you're selecting. What's your selection so- process? Are you picking them like fruits in the produce section? One of them was a couple that were the parents of a friend of a child that we know. 
Okay, Another so one there's, is there's proximity. Okay, like proximity? a like a. Well, I don't want to say it without because then don't then don't sh- don't bog them out. But the truth is this: the reason I'm asking these questions is there. This informs your assess- proximity, your assessment, what? and your answer as well. There are social engagements that cannot be turned down politely unless you're just a total dick in which case I'm not really friends with you anyway so there's a social construct where it's polite to get together with somebody it's polite to say yes to somebody it's there is no way so it could be and that's the case where the boss asks anyone remotely subordinate out you say yes and you cancel whatever else you were doing so that you can go out and have your hee hee ha ha it gets uncomfortable when you guys actually do become friends because there is this weird conflict that has to be managed in such a way. Can it be breached? Can it be managed? Of course. But the difference is when it starts, you just don't say no right out of the gate. So it sounds like none of those were, this is yeah. why it's confusing. None of those were those situations. This wasn't, hey, we're going to ask. us. They didn't like us. No, 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 no. Did you also follow back up with, did you want to go out again and get a hard no? Or get a, no, it's inconvenient? No, sh- yeah. Sh- so where were you in the follow-up? She said, um... I don't yeah. like you, Melissa, we because should, it's you. We should do this. We should have you over to our house. We, yeah, it's me. It's you. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> we should have you over to our house. And then months have passed. And I'm like, but, yeah, but no which, time in this century. But which months? Yeah, I think we had them over during COVID. We were distanced. We were, I don't know. I've seen people and I don't see anyone. So I've, I've, I've figured it out. I don't think you have. I, I'm really pushing back hard on this one. You think they still want to see us? You think there's I, still a possibility? I don't think it has anything to do with either one of you or, all right, I'll take or that. the meal. I think it has to do with nobody is doing anything all that well, all that consistently, and frankly, all that um, interactively with other people right now. There is so much emotional weight. There is so much physical weight on everyone and everything right now, I don't, I would not, I would, I would not give any energy to that. Don't take it personally. No, I would not. And the fact that that's impossible to say, what I can tell you is the evidence to me, all of the evidence points to it doesn't involve you at all. There is no evidence. There wasn't, you know, you licked your hand and stuck it on her steak and ate it in the middle of the meal. No, that you, didn't happen. You, you know, stuck your foot up her husband's pants and playing with his dick with oh, your toes. Oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, no. so um, the two of them started spewing, making Nazi salutes at dinner. You know, That I mean, didn't happen. No, no. There, was no okay. there was nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing. It was whatever that diversion and escape was at the time was happy and had a beginning, middle and end. And now today is the next endless day in the fucking cosmic chaos of trying to hang on to this ridiculous spinning planet. Yeah. I wouldn't, I truly, truly, well, I already fucking know it's not you and it's not fucking Stewart. God fucking Stewart. How could it be Stewart? No. And even if it was, let's say, let's go to the other side. Let's say everything was kind of okay, but then he made that joke. He made his dad joke. He made his joke and they, and they said, you know what? I kind of thought these two were cool. But then I heard that comment <laughs> and I thought, I and I would say to you, as I said poorly at the beginning of this conversation, fuck and them because nobody, and I don't even, I mean, now we've got a plural. I'm just saying that's, that's fuck, what the fuck, fuck. Look it. If somebody can't see you, it walking past them on the street and immediately drop all of their belongings to chase after you and say, will you please, please be my friend? Even if you're lying, please be my friend. 
then you don't want anything to do with that person because they're obviously right. so fucking dumb. They don't know what's happening. They that's are so the dumb. Answer. It's not that's a mom, mom answer. answer. I, I know never who got. you are. Oh, so fuck that. Fuck, I fuck, never fuck. got. Um, I have this inability. They're jealous. <laughs> that's the mom answer. They're just jealous. <laughs> that's well, not my mom's answer, but yes. Everybody would. Have, that's always the mom answer. They're just jealous. Don't worry, honey. They're just jealous of you. That's true too. I've never heard that. <laughs> Come on. I've never. I've never heard that as an answer about anything, but I I like it, and I can't imagine what they'd be jealous of. What they'd be jealous? Grammar. Um, <laughs> I have this inability to gauge things that have numbers in them. <laughs> How many people are in this room? I don't fucking know. How many minutes till we get oh, where really? we're going? I don't know. How many people? I just numbers are kind of like magic to me. I don't understand how it happens, how somebody could say, I'll be there at 1130 and then know what the traffic is going to be like, know what time their dog is going to throw up, need to clean it up. Like things get in the way, which is why I am always early everywhere I go because I allow for way too much time. Here's a personality test for me. Way too much time to do absolutely everything because I can't estimate when I'm going to get somewhere. I can tell you I'm leaving now. I met my friend yesterday at the Amish market. I'm leaving now is what I told her. I can't. I can't. I, no, as you say that, I can I can think of every text I've ever received from you says I'm leaving now. You never tell me where you are. Or I would just say, I, I, you, sometimes you'll tell me where you are. Like it's up to me to figure it out. <laughs> I, I can't. Which I don't think anything of. I don't give it a passing thought because when you tell me where you are, my brain goes, I know where you are. Meaning I know how long it'll take you to get here. I can't do that. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I think maybe it was all of my activities in college that have taken away pieces of, of my brain. But I also can't commit to things until I'm leaving. All right, I'm ready to go. Wait, I didn't even know you were coming. Well, I am because I didn't know what would happen before that. I can never make an official plan. I, I used to be my cancel plans are my love language, but to, I don't even make them now. And I can't, okay, skills I don't have, estimating time, tra- time travel. I don't have time travel or the time it takes to travel, but I don't have time travel either. I know. That would I be fun. I, had, I wish I had that one, I think. I would like that one. We are getting a piece of Hurricane Laura. We are getting a pe- the end of that storm. And as we're about to get it from our last storm where we lost power for four days, we still have massive trees being held up by power lines. So I think our local electric company said, let's try to get that shit down before Laura comes through so it doesn't make it, doesn't put everybody's power out. Well, in trying to fix that, they knocked our power out. (laughs) And on goes the generator. We figure it out. And then the power eventually a few hours later comes back on. But our well isn't working. Oh, I didn't realize you were on well water. I don't want to talk about it. So there's no water in the house. And Mm -hmm. I don't have Mm -hmm. to use the bathroom. But immediately, I think, what if I have to shit? What do you do in that circumstance? I know what to do. What do you do? I had to... I had to do make a plan. I said, son, <laughs> get your car key. Who by, who, by the way, just worked out and was covered in sweat uh, because I was competing with him for those days on, on the Peloton to see who could ride harder and faster. He won um, and then never worked out again. So 
I think that still makes me better. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 So he, I said to him, son, get your keys. I said, I'm, I have not been to the supermarket in five months. But if I need you to drive me to the supermarket to use a public restroom, which is something that I am morally against long before any of the COVIDs, <laughs> I'll do what I have to do. Really? You wouldn't just, you wouldn't just. What? Well, there's, there's three options before there's leaving the house, no? I would love to hear your three options. Oh, Open up the septic tank and shit right in it. Wow. There's four options. <laughs> What are your other four options? I almost rented a hotel room. Well, you have a kitchen sink. No, I'm kidding. I wanted your reaction. I <laughs> the face, you guys. This is worth it to put Facebook Live out just so you can see her face is still going. That was a joke, you creep. That was a joke. Okay. What no, are my three options? Isn't it the case where, and we don't have well water, but isn't it the case where um, the toilets still work. They just, you can get like a gallon of water and just flush it yourself. You just pour the water in it and the flush mechanism will work. Yes, if it were a well issue, but it was an electrical issue. So it couldn't flush. It wouldn't flush. There was no water that was coming out. So it could maybe go down, but it wouldn't refill. There's no, no water. No, but that's putting- the thing. You can manually refill it with just water. So one of the things is surely you've got in your, in your, um, Go bag? A bunker garage. I was trying to think of a shelter, right? Surely you've got several pallets worth of water stocked up in there. So you could, in an emergency, yeah, you could figure out how to. Or you could use Starbucks on sweet tea, which you probably have several gallons of in your house. Okay, let's say you don't have the water. Because the other thing they always tell us to do, which we don't do, but they fill tell the us to do, fill the bathtub. Fill the bathtub. Fill the bathtub. So you can take a shit so the idea is you keep your duty water in the bathtub. It's just regular water, but then you scoop it by the bucketful, use the toilet, and then manually force your objects yeah, down. We didn't know okay, this was sa- Okay, pass, pass, pass. So the other thing you could do, which you will never do, but I feel I need to mention it because it's Dig so, a hole in the so much fun. Well, you could do the John Buchanis, John John Buchanis method. Lean up against the deck and, and take and, a shit And right climb there. underneath your own deck and poopy under your porch. <laughs> like a stray fucking dog. <laughs> I already have three souls that shit in my backyard as it is. I oh my gosh! I I in grad school there was a fellow writer who's actually now a bestseller who lost power and told that she started pooping in her own cat box. So things could be worse. I I don't know why, and I don't know why she told us all of this, but she did, and she did. It I'm for, not getting a cat just to have it, a place. She to did shit. it for several days. Well, I don't even understand the cat box. I don't understand cats. I'm not a cat person. Several days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's like that movie, the woman who lived in the van on the on the street in England. You're nodding like you know the name of the movie. Yeah. And she would she would poop and then throw the poop on his porch and he yep. would clean it up. I'm like, gang, I got to believe there's a better system than that's the one you than the one you've worked out when that's mental illness. When going number two. Yes. Becomes more than walking to the bathroom, getting rid of something that is clearly waste. When you are actively involved in it, that's mental illness. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full time. But I'm just talking about hurricane wise. Do you got like a, would you consider, I haven't given this any thoughts. So these are just, I'm just spitballing here. If you had a pickle bucket, would you go into the back like a uh, Home Depot large, sorry, Lowe's. We don't like Home Depot. A Lowe's home improvement, one of those giant shop, a five gallon shop bucket. Call them pickle buckets. Take that we call outside. Them spackle buckets. Take a yes. spackle bucket. Yeah, a, a, a contractor's bucket. Take one of those things. 
You've got you could you could just so uncomfortable with the thought. I don't of it. think it would be happy. It's like wearing a mask. Do you want to live or do you want to go into the Shoprite public bathroom filled up with COVID and other people's poop? These are your choices. I'd really have to think about it. I don't know that I could commit to this spackle bucket right here and now. Dear listener, how do you feel about needing to poop and not being able to use standard facilities? What What would you do? Well, yeah, but t- truthfully, yeah, I want to hear, tell us listeners, yeah, it's great. Listen, you wouldn't even <laughs> go in the outhouse, though. When you had an outhouse available to you, and I don't mean like a porta let you would not go in the out physical house. What did you do? Did you just not go on that trip? Before our march, <laughs> when we marched on Washington, I did use a porta pot. I had to. I had no, no I'm, I meant going to Camp Maine. I don't think you would go because there was no electricity and there was just an outhouse. But my body doesn't give me a choice. When I have to go, I have to go. It's not like, it's not like <laughs> no, why no, don't no. you hold it until tomorrow? I agree. I meant you would not attend this trip. because you I would were, attend the trip, but I'd be staying at a motel not far. I'm asking, you did not go when you were invited on that trip in the past. You were like, nope. I remember your objection, like, porta what? See ya. Yeah. I think I was also nursing a four-week-old baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was the reason I didn't go. But I, I am curious, dear listener, what, what the fuck do you do? Um, you can write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or hashtag us anywhere. We are at Listen Brilliant. So let us know what you do when there's a poop crisis. And I'm not going to lie. The most email we've ever gotten <laughs> or comments have really had to do with the Shadoobie. Poop, the poop crisis. It's, <laughs> it's real. Poop crisis 2020. Poop crisis part two. So they cha- they fixed all of some, some of those hanging trees. And today is the day we're supposed to get some more Laura. And it doesn't really look like it outside right now. So you have power. All of this was for naught. It's back now. But we had to find out how to bypass. My neighborhood came together on a on a text chain to, to get us through the crisis. But uh, it's it goes on that list of shit I don't know how to do. Well, wait I don't know how to bypass the thing. I, I You have a whole house generator. You have a some no, you have a te- Okay. You have a sorta of generator. Yeah. That isn't hooked up to any kind of toilet. I would think that this would be the most critical object in your environment. It was hooked up it's something happened with the power where we did not get full power back and it did not ha- it did not power up the well which is a pump, which puts water into our home. And it's kind of crucial. I said, I'd rather be without Wi-Fi than without toilets. So, or water in general. So you must have an electric pump in your Boogie, well. woogie, woogie. It's electric. Is the electric slide of the poop into the toilet? Gross. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Is there such thing as too much of a good thing? There has to be. I haven't experienced it yet. <laughs> Not this year, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy crack whores. I swear to you, even the Concord Mall Santa fucking died. What is next? Did you see? Yeah, yeah. Wakanda forever. That dude is out. The, and then the very next thing in the feed Chadwick is, Bozeman, is so Mall sad. Santa dead. I'm like, great. <laughs> what else you got for me, 2020? So you ruined Marvel movies and Christmas. <sighs> let's Let's see what's next. My God. I don't want to yell next, Ames, because I don't want to know what else is going to be ruined. Nope, nope, nope. When I was a kid, I would have a friend over, very rarely, but I would say, can she stay for dinner? And my mother would tell me, no, no, that's too much of a good thing. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't want to ruin it. You had a good time. Send her home now. That's not the appropriate use. 
of that phrase, but I understand her intent. What she intended with that, I agree with wholeheartedly, which is quit while you're ahead. Right? You guys, are, you guys are having a wonderful time. Leave them wanting more. Leave them wanting more. Quit while you're ahead. But do kids understand that or do they want to just submerge themselves in this joy that they they're They don't having? have to understand it. You get to rip them apart forcibly. No, I think they do understand it. Like I do with my kids and their devices? I think they do understand it. I think they do understand it fully. I do. I do, I do, I do, I do. Now, too much of a good thing will hit us when we celebrate my daughter's birthday because I did get, I am making that one cake. I am going to haul out the ice cream cakes that I had for my birthday. And I did contact nothing bunt cakes. <laughs> How many cakes do you really need? Are you getting 16? Well, it might feel like it. Why? 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 You guys, why? What's well, a lot of cakes? Why did you get so many cakes for your birthday? All these ice cream cakes. Don't you just well, get one and call it a, call it a cake? That's it? I only needed one. I wanted the one with the crunchies in the middle. Right. And then my husband ordered it, and then they said they didn't have crunchies. And then he said, well, I really like the cake I designed for her at Dairy Queen, so now I'm going to design a different one at uh, Baskin Robbins, maybe? Or the other way. Strike that. Reverse it. Um, so he got his yummy flavors in my birthday cake and then I got the chocolate crunchies that I always wanted. Oh, he ordered. Okay. I don't understand why it wasn't just canceled. Look, if cake. Didn't have the crunchies. We don't have cake every day. <laughs> I know. I know. I know it. I, I know it. I, I'm cognizant of how it works. I get it. Nothing bunt cakes. You, how many are they sending? How, what kind are you going to get? There's- I'm going to get a red velvet with no icing because that's how she likes it. And I got two small lemon ones because, damn girl, for some reason, their lemon ones are so amazing. No, I was going to say, if you don't get lemon, I'm going to drive up there, slap you, and then drive all the way back home. I love lemon. It's just lemon. so good. Nobody ever wants to get lemon fucking nothing. And it makes me so angry because lemon is delicious. It of is. all it's the surprisingly, flavors. Surprisingly, yeah. If they put chocolate icing on a lemon... Yeah, cake, okay. I'm down. I might wet myself. It's, it's super good. It's super fucking good. Lemon is le- delightful. I usually make an orange cake for them for their birthdays and we yum, do yum, cupcake yum. cones and they are, I mean, I would never think, I like chocolate. Everything I want is chocolate. I would never think that it would be as delightful as it really is. It's, oh, it's the best. It's fantastic. Um, are there limits to unconditional love? <laughs> I learned just this morning there are. There funny, are. Yes, funny you should ask. So life has been particularly bumpy in Shangri-La uh, here in Southtown. And just this morning, the old hub said, okay, I'm going to drive over and get some croissant so we can have a little something before you podcast and this and this. And um, I was standing there and he came home with all the stuff and plenty of time to eat it and it was so that I wouldn't be late. And it was all lovely and so thoughtful and great. And I was looking through the bags. He bought many, many bags. I was looking through them and then I sort of stared off into the distance and he goes, what's that look for? And I said, oh, it's just, it's just my contact. And he kind of didn't buy it. And it was true. And I said, no, I, I think my contact is on Inside Out. And he made this face like I had just to reference earlier in the podcast, shit in his hand, right? <laughs> and he looked at me. You did not give me the option he to shit looked, in Stu's he hand. He looked at me, right? And he said in rapid succession, that is fucking gross. You are going to lose your eye. And if you get a glass eye, I will divorce you. <laughs> Brian, honey, what are you doing? 
<laughs> it was as bad as an orange. He can't handle oranges. Okay, so yeah. So evidently glass eye is the, is the bridge too far for conditional. I think you're lovely. I want to do everything I can to help and support you. Until. I'm going to go out in the morning in the rain to get you custom French croissants in time. I'm going to relocate myself far away so that it can be quiet for your podcasting, which happens early in, in kind of a hub part of the house. I'm going to do all these fucking things. But don't come at me with a backwards flip contact lens because I will burn your shit to the ground. So is it eyes that he can't handle? Because yes, Stuart yes. has trouble with eyes he too. He can't do any part of anything with eyes. It is hilarious. It is so fucking funny. All you, you better- have to do, all you have to do is come at him like I'm taking my eye hand, finger and pointing it toward my cheekbone. <laughs> and if I got anywhere near as close as I'm getting, just raise it really slowly. He would slap the hand, pull his head back, jerk it out, get all freaked out. No, he can't have anything. He can't get he can't get any kind of scalp massage when they're washing his hair he gets freaked out he wouldn't go scuba diving really no not wearing a fucking mask on my eyes yeah no no he wears glasses wait a he scalp won't wear massage con- that's like they're very close they're very fucking close because i'm sure they do something near your temples and he's like nope bridge too far <laughs> i'm telling you really? try it the next time yes but my favorite is even me like i magically i don't really think that there's some sort of risk of of optic collapse by having my contact lens in backwards <laughs> but for some reason now magically i'm going to be blinded and have a deformity of a glass eye which is not going to be tolerated two steps work. too far not because i have a deformity not because i have a deformity for so long all the all the fucking flaws i have a festival of flaws and he loves to tell me Everything is, you know, I love you. I love, oh, it's going to be great. I just don't worry about it. I'm not, nobody's worried about that stuff. Don't bring that fucking glass eye up in here. <laughs> I don't want no glass eye. No, get out and take your shit with you. Get Do you gone. have anything that you draw motherless, with? Motherless children coming up. Here we go. Woo! Not eyeless mother, but motherless. Just, and only one. Imagine, imagine if I had two glass eyes. It's not like, here's the other, here's the other pro tip. Do you think I'm going to be like popping it out each night like it's like it's fucking dentures? Hang on. Let me take out my eye and stick it on your glass with the ice in it on your bedside table. Touch it glaucoma style. No, it's not. That's not how these. I don't. What is the world? I I definitely feel like people who wear contacts have a higher degree of badassery than people who don't. It definitely takes a certain human who can stick their finger in their eyeball, which is their, I would say, chief, but only source of vision, which is a very crucial He went down that road too, you remind me. He's like, you only have two eyes forever. (laughs) There's only two. Trying to get my kid to work out and care, kids to work out and care about themselves. I said, if you were given one car for the rest of your life and you know you have to take care of this car congratulations this car is let's the car. start there yeah okay <laughs> that's it this is the only car you will ever have so you would do what and they're like change the oil regularly yeah. i would i would yeah right you live in cuba right. um i would i would wash it maintenance washing i would take really good care of it they're like why, mom what are you trying to teach us from this lesson don't and stick I your said, finger in your eye that's what I'm teaching you. And don't shit in the deck. Or your dad's hand. <laughs> but he would rather you shit in his hand than touch your eye near him. You so know that's... what? You know what? No, I can't go there. I was going to say, I was going to say, I would call you back 
for dinner, but not after you shit in my hand. That would be too far. I think that would be too far. But tell me again how you train your children to take care of their bodies like old, old cars. So I said you only have one body and you have this body for the rest of your life. You're you're not fixing. There's no part removal, retrieval. You, this, is, this is it. This is the only body you have. Like it's the only car. You told me how well you would take care of something outside of you. Why aren't you even more important than that? You have to take care of you. And to be it's, honest... As the words came out of my mouth, I thought, are they buying this? Nope. Because I didn't care when I was their age. No, and I... it's the fucking amygdala again. Right. They're, they're not even She's prepared to hear what I'm saying. She's such a cunt, the amygdala. She takes she care of every fucking thing and also fucks you at the drive-thru. She this, does. She fucks you at the drive-thru. This crazy bitch. Yeah, I vividly remember my, my, he's actually my great uncle, but I think of him as my grandfather, my great uncle Joe. Okay, told me repeatedly when I was still young, but old enough to fucking hear it and know it. He said, if I teach you nothing else, Trixie, call me Trixie because my mother's Irish, teach you nothing else, Trixie, it's this. Floss your teeth. Floss them. Floss your teeth. I'm telling you, girl. And I would say, I know, I know, I will, I will. And I would go home and I would pick up the floss. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking floss them. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I will do it tomorrow. And I never fucking did it. And I'm a train wreck of a terrible human being. I didn't listen. I listened enough to internalize the memory and not act. That's, that's college fucking campus right now. They know the right thing to do. They do. And at the time that they're doing the wrong thing, they're like, this is the wrong thing. <laughs> I mean, that's welcome to it. You were, we were all 18, barely. He's been 18 for like six days. And he's out in the, okay. Baby. I'm the one. I'm the one without the floss teeth. I'm the one without the floss teeth. Too much of a good thing. We'll see. Yeah, I guess. Um, if you were a Muppet, what Muppet would you be? Gosh, uh, our friend Ben had this. You know, you know how online they do anything they can to steal your identity and find out. Here, take this quiz. Here, take that quiz. Oh. And they, <laughs> And they find out yes, yes, who yes. you and are. Your birth- add these three things on this list and we'll magically now know your birthday and the street yes. where you live. Yeah. And and then we'll tell you which house at Hogwarts you should be in right, and we'll sort right. you into the right. Yeah. How so big is the- your dick? Let's put these six <laughs> things together and we'll and tell see you. see if it's right. Yes. Jumbotron. Yeah. Give us your social security number <laughs> followed by the name of the street you grew up on. And so and am I going to get socially pet. profiled if I tell you what Muppet I am? I think no, because you're not I, taking it. I think I know what Muppet I am. I tell me. Know. Well, I, first of all, I don't know if anybody even remembers the Muppets, but I'm Grover. That's who I am. I'm Grover. Who, why, who am I supposed to be? Who do you think I am? I know I'm Grover, but who do you think I am? So, so that's, a, that's a Sesame Street reference. I think they were doing the Muppet show. He's a Muppet. Grover's a fucking yeah. Muppet. Okay, yes. give me Grover give me a list is a of, fucking Muppet. Yeah, I think I don't hearing look fucking it. and Muppet together is I disturbing. I told you I'm so. Grover. I told you I'm Grover because that's how Grover would respond to this pointed question, questioning his identity and self. No, he wouldn't. All right, give me, fuck you. Give me another list of people who are who are Muppets. What do I got to be, the Kermit the Frog or, or Lizzie the Pig? What the fuck's her name? Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. She, I'm Lizzie sure she has a first pig. name. I'm sure she has a first name, but she won't tell anybody. Miss or, is her first name. Okay, got it. I got it. I got it. Um, yes. Who the are you? Which, mu- let's, which Muppet are you? Let's cut to the real cheese here. Well, I just assumed I would be Gonzo because he's my favorite Muppet from the Muppet oh. Show. Well, Grover but is really s- the equivalent of Gonzo when you think about it. They're they're except kindred. for the f- fact that 
he'll put a spaghetti strainer on his head and be super Grover in a matter of seconds. That's delightful. That's right. And that's powerful. So I assumed the world. Yeah, I assumed Gonzo. I assumed, but I turned out to be Fozzie Bear. You took the thing. You there's a quiz and you took it. Mm-hmm. I thought you weren't supposed did. to. Did you well, they didn't it? ask me anything. They asked me like which color do you like better, and I picked a color. I mean, I they or pattern. Well, let's or take it now. If it's not that kind of thing, let's take it now. We put whack it up. Let's do the. Let's do. I'll take it. Well, no? you take it. I need you to go to Ben's Facebook page if you're going to take it right now. Oh, okay. Oh, you and want me to? You it. want me to guide myself through it? Okay. Yep. Walk yourself because I already did it, and I came out as Fozzie Bear. Which, um, I don't know what kind of respect Fozzie Bear gets. I, I think he's kind of the butt of all jokes. And <laughs> that makes me feel a little so- waka waka. That makes me feel a little sorry for him. But I do like the ones from Sesame Street as much. They weren't giving those choices. He came up as Gonzo. Ben did. Okay. Did you find right. it? Uh, it says, which... It says, uh, first things for, okay, which Muppet I say are who? you? Okay, first yes. things first. First things first is I need to make this fit on my screen. First things first. I'm a realist. This I'm is always realist. better. This is always better when you ask me the questions and then I read them to you. But here we go. First things first. How do you most like to spend your free time? Watching a good movie? Reading a good book? Talking to a good friend? Sleeping? Shopping or doing absolutely nothing? I'm going to say talking to a good friend. <laughs> Yes, advance. Which Disney Dear princess? Listener, you can f- would you say I matches your personality? Are these the I same got different questions? questions. Oh, no, 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 no. That's an ad. Okay. What word do you hope your closest friends use to describe you? Smart, yes. old, cool, funny, hardworking, perfection. Mm, smart. Okay. You're putting on a talent show with your pals. What's your talent? Singing, stand-up comedy, whistling, magic tricks, backstage running the show. Me being there is a talent. <laughs> I guess that would be my talent, showing up. I'll say singing. I guess of those choices, I'll say singing. Which actor would you want to play you in a film about yourself? Is this part of the same quiz? I guess it's part of the same quiz. I don't remember any of these questions. Okay. What are you most likely to be doing at a party? Dancing, chatting with friends, eating, singing karaoke, looking for the exit, hosting It's My Party. All of these. All of these. There's yes. not there's there's not one. There's there's there all of these would be what it is. And finally, pick a little something to enjoy on Disney Plus. That cannot be part of this fucking this is just selling Disney Plus. That is Plus. not. Oh, I guess the Muppets are on there and that's why they're bringing them back. Tell me what uh, fucking Hamilton. Muppet you are. This is taking forever. It's only four I'm, questions. I'm trying to do it. And then it says, it says, ugh, check it out. Yay. And then it won't advance. So that was the total deadbeat thing. <laughs> so I, I vowed never to sell anything on Facebook again. I'm just going to donate everything for the rest of my life. I'm grateful for Billy Ocean. I'm recapping while you figure out what fucking Muppet you are. Um, I am... Fozzie the bear, because I guess they thought being funny, which I don't feel most of the time. And I have driven, my husband and I have driven away several couples over the course of the last couple of years to never inquire about meeting us out again. I found it. I I apologize. Um, I found it. It, I hadn't, I had to answer that Disney princess question. It forced me to. You got, now you take a guess at who I would get. Kermit. I fucking did get Kermit. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not easy being green, and you understand that better than anyone. Still, you're a leader through and through, and the person everyone goes to when they need a little guidance. I don't know the best the case. All right, so I got Kermit. You're Kermit. Yeah, I could see you as Kermit. Fuzzy the bear. Kermit. Kermit the frog. I got, I got fucking Kermit. Okay, there you go. But he's I'm the crossover you, to he's the crossover to Sesame Street, so you kind of win both. I'm I'm Grover. I know that I'm Grover, and I also really like uh, Disney Plus. If you don't have it, I say you should check it out. I love it. And you know what else I really like? HBO Max. That stupid waste yeah. of another HBO one. They keep adding HBOs. There's you know HBO the Ocho. It's ridiculous. They've got all the HBO. All right. I know you don't care about Have this. Have you but seen anything important. recently that you loved? Yeah. Um, I told you I was having a hard time. So I, for some reason, I sought out like the world's saddest, stupidest fucking uh, uh, Harlequin romance, lifetime movies adjacent bullshit. One with this, this cute guy in it. And it's called The Lost Husband. Oh, I and saw it, that. And it's got that guy in it who is in all the things as like the third dude. He's really tall. Um, I, don't, I think he was in like a Transformer movie. He's been in a lot of the things. I don't remember his fucking name is, but anyway, you see him and you're like, oh yeah, it's that guy. Okay. Um, so that's fine. And it had that girl in it who I love from no, Talladega no, it, Nights. It was Josh Jumel who was in it, right? It was Fergie. Is that his? Husband. Is that his name? What? Fergie the Fergie the singer was married yeah. to him? Yeah, Josh Jumel. Yeah. What? You're he kidding. No. First of all, they have to be divorced because that doesn't work. Are they divorced? I I think they are divorced. Actually, I told you that's not a good match. I don't know what either one of them was thinking. Well, uh, they were thinking think, they're both hot. I think I knew what they were thinking. Well, you don't have to get married for that. Stop it. You two don't go together. What's the matter with you? Everyone you're, knows that. You're not talking to me, right? <laughs> huh? Anyway, I'm just trying to. Okay, is that what his name is? Sure. Fine. It was cute. That was a cute movie yes and it has that girl from talladega nights who i love so much and she got to not be terrible which is hilarious leslie bibb i don't know she was the one i i'm a driver's wife i leslie. don't work <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, better you better delightful. do this grace good so we can win on sunday you haven't seen the teenage bounty hunters yet? no i saw it come up in the thing honestly and i was so sad i was like i can't I can't. It'll make you laugh out loud. I don't loud. know. I don't, don't know watch that it, it with I your kids, though. I don't know that it will. I know I can't. I don't know that it will because... I think it will. I know. don't know that it will because you had me watch that other show and it was so painfully awkward. It was so Which? hard. The the little tiny dick comedian who wants to tell everybody about his deformed penis. That's his That's his thing. Oh, I loved that, too. It's that was hilarious. It's awful and Dave. not funny and cringy. It's oh little little Dicky, yeah, little little Dicky is the name of it, and it's no, like it's Dave. Every it is like hi, I'm Dave. It is Charlie fucking Brown without being <laughs> yeah, it's Charlie Brown without being endearing. It's all the worst parts. Like watch while I humiliate myself over and it's 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 a uh, Larry David without being a curmudgeon. I don't know. It, it, Cobra Kai is out now on Netflix. They keep trying to, be- to get me to watch that one too, the Netflix. They think I'm going to watch it and I'm not watching it. It's just meanies. I know I know. our friend Jessica adored Cobra Kai. Adored it. She watched it on YouTube Red back in the day and said it was spangtaculix. But I'm not the watching it. The first that. season was good, but I, I didn't get to the, the second first season. season? I, there are what? two seasons. What do they do? Beat up people and get away with it? I get enough of that from the news. Is that really all Cobra Kai is yeah, or is I it d- endearing? 
Teenage Bounty Hunters is so much better than Cobra Kai. I'll I give you that. This Even without evidence, I will agree to that one. It looks good, but it also is it's just I can't. I'm not doing it. In the same way that I'm not going to support Let's Sing the Song of All Time because uh we're funny people and let's see if this will be funny again. Bill and Ted do something as middle-agers. I'm not watching that. I'm not going to go. I'm not involved in that. You going to go I see that movie? I think my kids will see that though. Go Why? see it. I think it's $25 Why? to rent and I don't give a shit, so Dear listener, what are you watching? Should I watch Bill and Ted's? Like, should I? No, should I watch no the old the ones? No is the answer. The old, should I call that? Should I call that couple back or send a text and say, "What the fuck?" You know, you keep saying you want to see us, and then you no, don't. No, I don't think or, you don't. Have, I don't think you have to do anything that belligerent. I was say, asking, dear listener, not you. They don't. They don't talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. Here's what you should dear do. Dear listener, you should talk invite to me, them. Please. You should invite them. You should invite them and say, "Hi, this is an invitation to do something," and then they should say, or they could be like, "Dear listener," and you could hear this. Cricket, cricket. In response to your question. (laughs) And either way, you'll have some kind of answer. Dear listener, I know you're out there. I've seen the numbers. Don't fucking lie to me. And some Uh, of you are very nice and actually tell us things that are super nice. And that you guys, that's very helpful. We love it. Let us know what's going on. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. At listen brilliant. Hashtag us. We will find it that way. Do whatever it takes. We'll get to you. We get to you. You get to us. We love you. We're grateful for you. (laughs) Never too much of a good thing, bitches. And Amy's laughing at you. (laughs) They're all going to laugh at you. Bye. Bye.